for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Living Life. Now I wrestle with my boys quite often, especially with David and Christopher, both of them are quite energetic boys. My firstborn son is uh, around seven years old. My second son, Christopher, uh, he's uh, approaching three years uh, in his age. And he's quite uh, little and he's not quite the uh, form that my uh, older son is. So when I fight and wrestle with my older boy, he could wrestle with me with his bare hands, with his strength. But with my second son, um, he's, uh, he's overwhelmed by my strength because I'm a lot bigger and stronger. And all he can do is just uh, succumb to my uh, power when I wrestle with him. And I tickle him, he can't uh, escape, and he just shouts out uh, with laughter and frustration. Uh, but what he devises to do in order to fight against me is that he picks up a stick that is quite larger than him and then he points at me and he starts waving at me uh, with that stick and tries to fight me with that and thinking that I'm a big monster that uh, that's fighting against him. And what I notice in his uh, expression and his uh, eyes is that he, he feels his confidence because of this big a stick that he's holding, more like a bat or maybe a pole, whatever it is that's around him. And then when he has that in his hand, he feels powerful and he thinks that he could beat me. And the thing that I noticed that uh, along with the passage I meditate is that when we hold on to something that we think is powerful, we build up confidence. But is that truly the source of our power? Because in this passage, we see that God is the only one who makes us wise and powerful. If God gives us and grants us His wisdom and His power, then how much more would we feel confident before everything that we face in our lives? And that's the very thing that I would like to point to as we meditate on today's passage. So why don't we take a look in today's scripture? Daniel chapter 2, verses 14 through 23. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, Why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went in to the king and asked for time, so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are His. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. 
He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. So the one verse that I would especially like to focus on is verse 23. Uh, Daniel says, I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Now, the reason why I want to focus on this verse, as I said in the introduction, is because God is the only one that gives us wisdom and power and strength. He's a source of our of all the things that we need in navigating our lives in this world, especially against the situation like we find here in the passage when uh, the king demands all uh, magicians and the wisdom speakers to put to death. I mean, who can actually escape from this decree, especially in those time and ancient period? That sentence has been placed upon everyone. I mean, the only way that Daniel could ever think of uh, going against it is to plead to God for mercy. Now, yes, he goes to the king and asks that he needs time, but why, why does he do so? Uh, is it because he wants to say, you know, just, uh, we need to save time, we have to persuade the king? But no, it's rather about uh, he needs time to go to the true king, who is God, and ask for mercy so that uh, they, along with uh, friends and also the, all the people who are uh, magicians and wisdom speakers, are not put to death. So that's the situation we find in this passage, a death sentence situation. Uh, what did Daniel do? He take time to plead mercy from God, not from Nebuchadnezzar, uh, but rather from God himself. And also they are prayerful together, along with his three friends. They come to the Lord fervently in prayer all until to the night. It's something that we should really meditate on because we have to come together before the Lord corporately and pray together, whether it takes an hour or two or longer than that throughout the night, what we have to do is to plead together to God for mercy. Because it's not just a man, one man's job, it's every one of us who are under the curse of death. And we have to come to the Lord as a nation and as a, as a community to ask mercy from not the worldly king, but from God himself. Even a wise man must seek God. I mean, Daniel is a wise man, but he is here asking for time in order to ask God's wisdom. Uh, he knows that God is sovereign and in control, but yet he comes to the Lord to plead mercy. He needs time to do that. He changes the time and the season. He deposes a king and raises up others. He gives wisdom and understanding. That's the God that Daniel explained who he is. Everything flows from God. He is in total control. So that's the very God that he comes to because he knows that God will reveal everything that's hidden. That is said in his expression of who God is in the following verses. In the deepest hidden things, God is the one who knows everything and he exposes all that. He discloses all the mystery and he's the one who tells you what they mean. So I thought I could um, meditate on this uh, area. I, I used to think that I could trick my parents I would lie to them and uh, they would seem like they would have uh, trusted what I told them. Uh, that's what I thought that I knew uh, of my past youth. 
But as I um, raise two kids and I have a daughter now, what I seem to understand now is that I know what they're thinking. I know what they're feeling. Uh, they say otherwise, but me as a parent, I can see through their minds and their thoughts and their emotions. And what I realized from that is that maybe my parents knew what I was doing, like the lies that I made trying to uh, deceive them. Uh, but I think they were merciful and loving enough to just let it slip. Uh, that's the thing that I come to know. As a parent, I think we know the deepest thought uh, of, their ch of the children. I think the Father Lord in heaven knows everything that we think and we feel and we have in our deepest thoughts because He's the true Father of all. And knowing that, if we know that, I think we will come to the Lord only to ask for His wisdom and His understanding because He knows everything. We are His children. Even those who do not believe God, they are God's creation. And he would know the deepest thought and the hidden mystery that everyone would have, even this world and all those around us. God would know everything. So please take time to come to the Lord to ask for his mercy. Whatever the situation may be, you have to take time together with your fellow prayerful warriors to come to the Lord and ask the mystery to be resolved and revealed through God's wisdom. So I would like to ask everyone an invitation to come to the Lord in prayerful and humbleness uh, to ask mercy from God. So going back to my illustration about my son Christopher, sometimes we too hold on to something that we think may give us power and strength, but based upon our passage, it is God who gives us wisdom and strength, and He's the one that will disclose all the hidden mystery for us to understand. And once we receive His wisdom and understanding and strength, we become confident before any situation that we face, even a situation where death threatens our lives, we feel confident and we know we may, should be confident because we know God is with us. So through today's passage, I hope that uh, this speaks to you in encouragement because ultimately we are born again Christians only to come to the Lord pleading for mercy and His wisdom. And He's the source of our, our life and our strength and the things that we could uh, use to navigate all different situations. So I hope that you let go of all the things that are ephemeral or superficial that you think may give you strength, but rather hold on to God only, for He is your strength in your life and wisdom and understanding. Let us pray. Father Lord, we ask that we be wise in dearly holding on to you only, only, rather than our superficial and ephemeral things in our lives, let us let go of all that and just hold on to you and seek for your mercy. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.